So I'm going to keep it real with you. I went to go hoop the other day, right? Uh, first time I hooped in a long time, long time. I mean, like I said, I might get a few shots up here and there at my son's practice, but as far as like five on five, man, I haven't, I haven't done that in a long time. But I just recently got, recently got my uh, a new gym membership. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm trying to get back in the game or whatever. Um, so, you know, it was a park that I used to play at back in the day. Haven't played there in years. And I passed by the other day. And the only reason why I was in that area was because uh, my job, the site that I was working at was in that area. And I was I wanted to find a nice spot, a nice quiet spot in that area to record because I had a, a hip hop podcast to record um, later that day. And I seen a couple of cats on the court hooping at the park, and I was going to record there, but it's also a busy street that's right there, and there was a lot of cars passing by, which would have caught, I would have had a lot of feedback during the episode. So I just went through the neighborhood to go park, recorded the episode, and, you know, it usually lasts about an hour. So I went back after that episode was over, and uh, just to see if, if, if cats was still there, because at first they was playing three on three. And um, when I came back, they was playing full court. They was playing fives. So that had me thinking. Now, I played two games. I was gassed. Uh, shooting percentage was terrible. I played, I played uh, some pretty good defense, but I was gassed, though. Like, first half of the game, I played two. The first, the first game, first half of it, I was tired. But I want to talk about, I wanna talk about the, um, the rules to a uh, pickup game. Um, you know, and it's different from, you know, city to city, state to state, like even with inside the same state, within inside the same city, depending on where you go, there's different rules. But the whole, uh, the overall rules and guidelines to pick up, to pick up ball is, um, is very important though. You know what I'm saying? Especially like during this time of the year. Uh, this is the off season, the NBA off season. We're not gonna get no basketball until the fall, uh, and this we we at the very top of uh, summer right now. So, you know, back in the day, I used to hoop like damn near every day. Every I'm talking about any chance I got, especially the weekends. Um, but as I got older, it turned into the weekdays, and I used to walk to certain parks, start walk to certain gyms and hooping things like that. Who got next? Um, I use I I was a better street ball basketball player than uh, organized basketball. I love street ball. Love street ball. It was gritty. It was grimy. You know, uh, I was picky though. I did not like playing in, like you know, it didn't it didn't rain like that in Cali. You know, it doesn't rain a lot in California. In period, uh, you know, in in Los Angeles. Period. But. You know, we did, you know, cat, certain cats would play in the rain. I didn't like playing in the rain like that because I've seen some cold injuries without rain. <laughs> but I will say, um, yeah, man, like, it was certain things that I didn't like about pickup ball. Uh, for example, you know, cats nowadays complain about super teams. Bro, we've been doing super teams since I started playing basketball. You always picked your homies. And then it got worse later on when Cass was driving and things like that because we went to go hoop in different areas, different cities and things like that. Sometimes we would go far out. Sometimes we would just go to the local 
uh, joint that we played at all the time, the most cracking spot, you know what I'm saying? And in Cali, they hoop everywhere. I'm talking about they hoop everywhere. So it's a cracking spot, but it's also that spot that you and your homeboys go to all the time. And sometimes you get a little froggy and want to go to another spot and try to dominate. But for the most part, you go to where you're comfortable, right? So sometimes you get there, your homie's not there, you call next. If you got next, then you hold the spot. You know what I'm saying? These cats is on the way, probably on the freeway, stuck in traffic or something like that. And then... I ain't gonna lie, I'm a hypocrite when it comes to it because when you at when I ask a cat if he got next, the first thing he gonna say is, "Yep, I got next." All right, you be like, "Who got next?" And then they'll say, "I got next," and and then that's followed up with, "You got five? Now this is where you determine if catch is real, because cats will sit up there and lie in your face and say, um, "Yeah, I got five knowing damn well they don't have a full team. When you, and, and, expect, and see, you got you to gotta look around a room. You got to do your little spectate because you got to look around and see how many cats it is. If it's, if, it's less than, if it's less than 15 cats all together, he's lying. Most likely, he's lying because it's 10 cats on the court. That means there got to be five cats on the sideline. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, you know, cats used to hold spots this, that, and the third. And it's usually the cats that don't know you. You know what I'm saying? So you can't really take nothing. I mean, you really can't be upset. But at the same time, bro, it's just hooping, though. And I get it because cats trying to build that squad to where they can win five, six games in a row. You know, we've all been on that side before where y'all ran y'all ran the day. Y'all ran the whole table. And then there's times where you lost and you ain't getting on for a long time, bro. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like you've been a part of these type of teams where they ran the table. You've been a, you've been on that team where you've lost and ain't been on for a long time. And you also been on those teams where you lost and get right back on. And you also lost and played on the winning team. That's just how it is. That's why, you know, after after some thought, like you can't be mad at KD. You can't be mad, really mad at Braun. Now, don't get me wrong. It is a different day and time, and it's something that we're not used to as far as the NBA, as far as, far as pro, professional athletes. It's something different, you know, because the stars that we grew up watching, the Jordans, the Kobe's, the Shaq's, well, I can't, I can't say Shaq because he, well, actually, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because it's not like, it's not like he demanded a trade to the Lakers, you know what I'm saying? Um... But when you look at certain superstars, it wasn't like they was demanded to go play with another superstar. That's what I mean, you know. And it, it all started with Bron going over to play with Wade and Bosh, you know what I'm saying? KD took the torch, went to go play with Golden State after almost beating them the year before. So it's different, you know what I'm saying? Even the whole, like, the Kawhi and PG-13 is somewhat a little bit different, but you can put them in the same ballpark. AD coming to the Lakers, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it, but we know that you need that certain player or two to to win games. So we all hypocrites when it comes to criticizing some of these pro- professional athletes because if you play pickup ball, you try to build a dominant squad. I've seen sorry cats. I'm talking about cats that had zero game try to pick a dominant squad just so his ass can stay on the court. All he did was shoot threes. That was it. We all know that cat. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, you know, it, it, it's just one of those things where you got to know the game. You got to respect the game. Another thing that I love about pickup ball is you got to earn your respect. 
And what I mean by earn your respect, meaning like foul calls. I've seen a lot of cats uh, get foul calls from their opponent. You know what I'm saying? Where the, where the actual defense felt like they fouled you and they like, all right, ball up top, I got them. But there's also times where they like, nigga, I ain't giving you that. Ain't no foul. You got to earn your respects. You know what I'm saying? Cats got nicknames. Like that's where you that's where you earn you earn your nicknames from street basketball. You never get your nickname in the NBA. You know what I'm saying? When I, cats have, but I'm saying OGs know that you get your nickname from playing street ball. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I remember uh, Baron Davis. You know, playing for playing for. Um, who was it? I think it was New Orleans that gave him. Uh, but he had got his nickname at the Rucker. They was calling him the Big Easy, you know. Um, but, yeah, streetball is like the birth, the foundation of a lot of the cast that's, that's in the league. You know, I remember during the college years when I was going to college, um, I was going to a college over there on the west side, and um, my apartment – complex was right next to Westchester High School. So for cats that's not familiar with LA, uh Westchester has been one of the most dominant basketball programs in California, Los Angeles. You know what I'm saying? Period. And Trevor Ariza, uh when he first got picked up by the Lakers, I remember, he used to pop up at Westchester Park. Westchester Park was a popping school I mean popping uh park where a uh, pickup ball would take place. Sometimes it would be really popping. Sometimes it would be mediocre. Uh, but those times that it was popping, a lot of cats would show up. A lot of cats would show up. A lot of Westchester cats would show up. A lot of Crenshaw cats would show up. Crenshaw was also another popular basketball program that we had, mostly in the 90s. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, cats would show up and things like that. I don't think I've ever seen Trevor Ariza play up there, especially when he played for the Lakers. He just came up there just to show that he had a <laughs> he had a dope whip or whatever. And plus, that's his that's his stumping grounds or whatever. But but yeah, man. I mean, and then the the historical I want to say the historical places that you play at. Like we already know, there's some uh, some great historical grounds in New York and Chicago. Um, you know, D.C., Florida, it's, it's, a gang of, it's a gang of places. Texas, L.A. got a lot of places, too. A lot of places that's not known to the public. Like, they, they probably know about Venice Beach. You know what I'm saying? Um, but we got, like, a lot of, like I said, Westchester Park, Washington Park. You know what I'm saying? The Drew League, the Drew Middle, the original Drew Middle School. Where Cass was playing pickup ball there. It's a gang of play. We had late late night. Late night was off of Crenshaw. It was in Torrance. And literally late late night would start around eight, maybe nine PM on a Saturday. Cats will show up. You thought Cats was going to the club? Nah, Cats was going to late night. And you had to have an ID. And you had to put your name. The cool part about it is they had these little um they had these books. They had these books with uh, card slots. So what they would do is they would take your uh, late night ID, and if you came with five, then you just put your IDs together and put it in a slot, and then that's how you would go. You know what I'm saying? That's how the games were picked. So whoever got there first and second will play against each other, and there were it was three three courts. So you had the you had the side court, the second court. 
towards the wall, and then you had the court towards the entrance was the mate was the winner's court, and uh, a lot of cats came through. A lot of a lot of local classics came through that. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, my boy Steve. Uh, Steve uh, on Instagram, he's Steve Hibachi. Uh, he's been there. He's he's a regular or whatever. He's the cat that jumped in the damn pool or whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Very athletic guard. But a lot of cats. Bone Collector showed up a couple of times. I played against Bone Collector. That nigga made me jump before. Uh, his game is real. Um, but yeah, man, pickup ball, that was my, that's still my thing. That's still my thing. Now I'm 36, out of shape, but I love pickup ball. Adult leagues is cool. Don't get me wrong. I love adult leagues. I won a couple of championships as well and got some classic, uh, classic games, but it's nothing like street ball. Like, oh, Memorial Gym up in Santa Monica. Like, I remember me and my boy Will, and those were, majority of the time, it was three on three. We had three on three. They did have full court. After a while, that three on three turned into full court. It turned into full court because um, we had a lot of old heads up there. Shout out to Tony. Shout out to old school. Um, they All they wanted to do was run threes. They didn't want because they were too old to run full court. And we respected that because those three on three battles was tough, was real tough. You know what I'm saying? And I remember, I think we still got the record, me, my boy, uh, Will, and somebody else. I don't know if we was playing twos. We could have been playing twos at the time, but I remember it was a heavy rotation. It could have been twos or threes. I just don't remember that third person that we had. And I remember uh, we won like 14 games in a row. And I threw a lob to Will, and he caught it and reversed it on some dude. Um, Pickup ball, man. I love everything about pickup ball. Carrying is allowed unless it's something OD. Unless it's something outrageous where your hand is completely under the ball and you hold it for like more than two seconds. Um, yeah, man. Double lines uh, up top. The rules of pickup ball is legendary. Legendary. And the thing is, you got to explain like, is it twos or is everything ones? Me personally, I like for everything to be ones because it changed the whole game. See, we regulated the whole Steph Curry thing. Like, you really had to earn your buckets. And if you, if, if we weren't about to sit up, because when you play twos, that's what cats, man, it changed the whole game. It was like Curry. Before Curry got into the league, cats was playing ones and twos, and all they wanted to do was pull up. It seemed like a lot of big men's all, yo, what's up with the big men wanting to be guards, though? Shout out to Anthony Davis. We knew he started out as a point guard. Shout out to, um, Shout out to Boogie Cousins that can handle the rock a little bit. But, yo, not everybody, not every big can be a point guard. But, yo, if you talk to anybody who's played pickup ball, the first thing they're going to say is our big man want to bring down a rock. He want to dribble up top. Nobody want to post up. And that's just how it is. That's just how it is. Now, the respect part can turn into fights. If you don't have the respect, it can turn into, I've seen some vicious fights take place because cats get emotional. And it's a lot of testosterone, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, what can I say? You, it's, I've, I've been in situations where cats came up there kind of loaded, wasn't tripping, playing basketball. But, you know, when you oil, when you got a little alcohol in your system, 
you can't really control your body that much. <clears throat> they didn't mean no harm, you know what I'm saying? But especially when you're under the influence, your lip is going to be loose. So a cat say something to you, you're going to be sharp with it. You know what I'm saying? And I remember a cat was up there. He was a little loaded, you know, had a couple of beers and something like that. But the dude played solid or whatever. And I, it's a hothead that used to be up there. His name was Marcus. I'm throwing out names because I don't see them niggas no more. But he was like a hothead. He was kind of like, he tried to be like the park bully, but nobody was scared of him. Nobody knew. I never really knew what gang he was from, but he was one of those cats that was, he was like a, um, how did he play? Like he, he didn't have any skills, but he could play basketball. Like he was like a, he was like a max player garbage man. But he was like shoot, he could dribble, but he wasn't like he wasn't nice with it. Let's put it like that. He was like very basic, but he had a motor to him. And I remember him getting into it with this drunk dude that was up. I wouldn't say he was drunk. I'm just gonna say he was oiled. And dude was like, you know, he kept talking about dude. And see, the the problem with Marcus was he always tried to pick or tried to be intimidating. I wouldn't say pick fights because. Um, I didn't see him getting into to any fights. Not really. I've actually seen him back down from a couple. But anyhow, um, I just remember Marcus doing that, you know, tough guy shit. And the dude was like, bro, you keep barking your gums. I'm going to go get something. I'm going to go get something for you. Man, that nigga Marcus kept bumping, kept barking. And that nigga left. That dude left and came back. And, but he came back. It was like maybe about 10 minutes, probably about 10, 15 minutes later. So we thought he wasn't coming back. All of a sudden, you know, we playing the game and stuff like that, and I just see niggas run. And I didn't know what was happening, so I just started running too. You know how black people are. We just we see something running, we out. And, um, yeah, I see him running. I, I mean, I see people running, and I'm running, and I'm like, I don't know what they running for, but I'm running. I end up running right past a nigga with the gun. So dude went to go get a burner for Marcus, and he came up there with a burner, and he was looking for Marcus. Marcus hopped the fence, and he got out of there. I don't think he came back for like a whole week. Um, but And I remember Cass was like, well, why are you running? Like, he ain't coming up here for us. My thing was, if he just come up there, he was already loaded. So if he come up there shooting, just shooting randomly, and then he, gonna, he could hit anybody. I'm not trying to get hit by no random-ass bullet. That's not for me. I, I get it. If he's sober... And he come up there looking for his target, that's understandable. Nine times out of ten, this nigga's loaded. He see his target, he's just going to start letting off. Don't, don't matter who's around. And we're right by USC. So it's, it's traffic over there. You got students. You got cars. It's a busy street. You know, anything could happen. So I'm just getting out there. I'm not taking no risk. But, um, yeah, man, that's, I mean, that's, that's basically just, you know, that's just how it was. Um, another thing about, another thing about pickup ball, um, niggas always forget to score. <laughs> I mean, that happened, that happened when I was hooping the last two games that I played where we, the first game we was hooping going back and forth. It got to the point where we, you know, you know, you so focused and you got so much passion for the game where you just make up scores. And it always be either we up by one or the game is tied. Knowing damn well somebody up by three. <laughs> but we're going to say you up by one 
or it's a tie game or something like that. It's all part of pickup ball. All part of pickup ball. Um, I didn't see cats get embarrassed. I didn't see cats get dun- uh, dunked on. I didn't see cats get dropped. Like, you know, usually we going up to like an odd number, which is like 11 or 13. Most majority of the time is like 11 or 13. If it's that last game, nobody got next. It's only 10 cats left or something like that. Then that last game would be like 15. Um, yeah, but you got to keep, you got to keep that score. Got to keep that score. I remember it was a league that they wanted to start. I think it was a TV show as well. And I got to the second round. So what it was, was, um, they had a lot, they had shit, damn near all the players from LA, streetball players from LA. Um, and it was like tryouts. So it was like random pickup runs. You would give you had and you had a nickname. My nickname was, oh, I think they like me. <laughs> I had a sweater and everything, no lie. And um I remember we played at we will get uh emails and things like that. And it was a real TV show. Um it was a real TV show, and it was a couple of celebrities there as well. I forgot to say it was some uh, some ball players, some WNBA uh WNBA ball players. I forgot who the other celebrities was. It was so long ago. Um, but I remember it, you had to go play at certain parks. So I remember playing in Compton. I re- I remember being in Inglewood and I remember being in Carson. And I remember like each step that you go, you keep going to the next step. So, um, I started off in Santa Monica, I think. That's when I met a dude named the helicopter. Uh, this dude was like literally probably like an inch taller than me, skinny. He he was like very soft spoken, like look nerdy. This nigga had boosties. I'm talking, and we get we named him the helicopter. Like he didn't have any nickname before he came. We called him the helicopter, and he was from Harbor City, young dude. And they, he said he played for Harbor City College, but I ain't never heard of him. And we asked some Harbor City uh, College players, and they was like they never heard of him. He could have been lying, but at the end of the day, he couldn't do anything else but jump out of this damn gym. He could catch a he could catch the shit out of a lob. Um, so it was him, me and my boy Goat. May he rest in peace. I forgot what Goat nickname was, but my nickname was, oh, I think they like me. And I remember we got to the Compton, we got to the Compton uh uh level where we had to go play at a, uh this this uh park in Compton, and they said um, it was two halves, and I didn't. I didn't do that good in the um in the first half. Like I didn't do too much of nothing. Not not that I performed bad, but I just didn't do enough. And they was looking for you to be extra, like charisma, character, and things like that. And I showed most of my character when I was in Santa Monica. You know, when we was at Venice Beach, it was tryouts at the Venice Beach too. Um, but when we got to Compton. I remember I was being amped. The second half, I went off. I went off, but they said the dude that beat me for the spot was more consistent. And I was like, that's fair. That's fair. Um, but the, 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 the purpose of it was to build two teams, and they were supposed to battle. you know. And then after that, the winning team will win, I think it was like 5,000 or something like that. They will go off in a limo. And I forgot after I think it was something after that, but uh, it was dope. It only it only lasted one season, only lasted one season. Um, 
But that was dope. That was dope. And that's, and that's pretty much... That's pretty much pickup ball at his... That's like bougie pickup ball right there. But, you know, basic pickup ball, man, it's, it's nothing like it. Um, it just shows you the passion of the game. Some catchers died over pickup ball, believe it or not. I remember traveling to uh, Chicago. I forgot which park it was. All I know it was some water. That, and I tell my Chicago cats that all the time. I got family out there. And um, I went to some park. I gotta ask my I gotta ask my cousin again. But that's how I was though. I just loved the hoop. I just loved the hoop. And one of my dreams was just to hoop at random parks. I went to uh, Nashville and I hooped out there with family. That was fun. And I remember I shut a cat up. Um, he was he. I guess he was from. I guess he was from Tennessee. And he was big time talking or whatever. I shut his ass up quick. And he ended up being a cool cat after all that. But I see, you know, they tried to test you. They tried to test you. It was cool, though, man. It was cool. But anywhere that I go, everywhere that I go, I want to park. I mean, I want to play. You know what I'm saying? Even if it's in my city uh, and we go to different cities, I want to hoop. You know what I'm saying? When I went to Riverside, you know, that's a clean, upscale area a lot of you know the class is different you know and i wanted to hoop out there everywhere man everywhere so pick a ball man street ball that's oh man that's where that's my foundation right there you gotta know the rules though because if you don't know the rules you get disrespected and you know what i love i love everything about street ball i love it i love when you when you pick up a cat that you know that's not good but he feeds off of the energy like, you know how they say other players make players better? You know, we have the debate about if Braun and Kobe made players better, if Jordan made players better or whatever. And you realize that it wasn't about making them better. It was just giving them confidence to to play better. You know what I'm saying? You can't actually make a player play better. It's just about them knowing what's going on and building that confidence within them. So now you could give them the confidence uh, confidence, and maybe certain things that you say and the way you treat them helps them with that, but they ultimately they have to accept it. And I just love how we pick up certain cats. Like you can pick up the token white guy that brings his gym bag, uh, but he, shoot, he can shoot. His defense is, is a little bad, but he, he can shoot. And he went about three or four games with you, and then he says he's off. He takes his ball, and it's like you give him a nickname. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the dope thing about street basketball because we're not – it's not um, – we're not prejudiced or anything like that. But don't get me wrong. We have our, we have our days and our times where we like, yo, I just want to hoop with the homies. But if you anything like me and the homies is not available, you just go out there and hoop. You know what I'm saying? Street ball, man. You got to love everything, and I mean everything about it. Who got next?